As we made our way towards Conrad's point, my head was still spinning. The raid at the camp, seeing Ben, the intel about these events, it was almost too much to handle. But something about it felt familiar, too. I thought back to when I was monitoring Mashak Marathi. Right before he was going to expose me to Ben, he had been on to something. The chatter about the anomalies in deep space, and then just a few weeks later, Ari relays his own warnings to Oni HQ. Could they be connected? With so many skeletons in Oni's closet, it was just a matter of time before some of them found their way out. Maya, you need to focus. I was so lost in thought that I didn't realize we were coming up on Conrad's point. A world gone dark is a scary question hanging in space. You need to be present and ready. There could be anything beneath those clouds, and I'd prefer not to die today. This operation was rife with uncertainty. We were approaching Conrad's point, a world in chaos, controlled by militant NCA rebels. My only link to them was a fellow agent, Ari Resnick. But he'd gone dark weeks ago, and now this whole planet was dark because of a catastrophic seismic event. All that uncertainty should have been terrifying. It should have felt immediate and sharp, but somehow it, it didn't. It seemed far away, surreal. I needed to pull it together. Someone down there is using an analog transponder. What? Look, extreme caution. Ping on final approach. Friendly pings get new coordinates. Ari. Looks like Captain Resnick may be alive after all. It had to be him. Ari Resnick was one of the most resourceful people I'd ever known. A gifted mediator, an eccentric tinkerer, and a good friend. As an agent, he orchestrated complex social ecosystems with impeccable technical precision. But ironically, when it came to actual tech, he was more of an artist. Finding a way to send a signal from a dead world? Risking his neck to warn others? That was Ari. I'm shutting down for dead dive. The question is, are these cautionary measures in response to human or non-human threats? Well, we'll know soon enough. Freefall was rough, to say the least. But I held down my lunch opened the drag as late as possible, and then quietly brought the transporter down in a well-hidden, jagged ravine. I may have had no idea what we were walking into, but I was making damn sure we had a way to get back out. What a heinous, depressing rock. It's really no wonder these people are so angry. They make camp on waste worlds. I mean, I'd be quite angry myself. Yeah, well... I don't think they're here for leisure. On the remote fringes, a planet like Conrad is the perfect hideout for the NCA. They take over abandoned mining facilities and establish military training grounds. Life out here, it isn't for the faint of heart. This region is lovely. Just lovely. <sighs> All the rocks. This is it. Nobody's here. Why don't you try the vantage point up there, on that rock? I came up the ridge, and the sun suddenly crested into view. I shielded my eyes and finally saw the wider landscape. Behind us and to the sides, it was all jutting rocks. But then the ridge dropped off, sloping gradually into a much smoother section. I squinted into the light, barely making out the silhouettes of massive industrial structures in the distance. I don't like this. We're exposed up here. I looked out again and realized what was off about the area beyond the ridge. Oh my god. It was a crater, a vast hole. 
like someone had just torn out a massive section of the planet's surface. I hadn't seen it because the size of it was impossible. I was so in awe, I didn't even hear him sneak up on me. Listen carefully and do exactly what I say. I turned around and saw Ari pointing a gun at me. Ari, what are you- Stop talking. Put your hands up. Don't move, don't talk. They may be watching. You just showed up here and I don't know you. I'm pointing my gun and that scares you. Now give me oh. the bag. Ari yanked the bag from me and rifled through it with one hand. I played along. I assure you, there's nothing threatening in there. I see that, so I'm becoming less aggressive. I'm assuming you're here because of the event. Yes. I'm giving you back your bag. We're getting over our misunderstanding. I'm asking who you are. I'm the rebel leader, Pharaoh. I've heard of you. The situation is starting to relax. Were you here when it happened? No. We came right after. I'm lowering the gun because I realize we're on the same side. Well, now that all of that ceremonious posturing is out of the way, can we get on with the mission at hand? A smart AI? Yeah. The name is Black Box. Your reputation precedes you, Captain. It's good to see you, Ari. They were afraid you were dead. Yeah? And what do you think? My faith never wavered. <laughs> so are you the entire brigade? Just me and Black Box. Here to find out what the NCA knows, or has, and report back to HQ. Well, I, I don't have a lot. We were close by when the colony was hit, but by the time we got here, it was all over. All I know is it caused major seismic damage, fried every piece of tech on the planet, and left behind that hole half mile wide. Lancier's got the site blocked off now. Only a select few have been allowed in. Ilsa's planning her next move. Ilsa? Ilsa Zane is here? I thought she was dead. You didn't know? Well, it was in my last message before I went dark. No, I... Damn. They really sent you in here blind. Or they don't know. After she attacked the Infinity, Ilsa was picked up by some NCA loyalists. She's been running roughshod over this faction ever since, executing anyone she sees as a problem. Ilsa Zane was a walking science experiment gone wrong. At one point, she'd been slated for the Spartan program, an attempt at building the ultimate unarmored killing machine. But she snapped. After defecting to the NCA, she was quickly indoctrinated and promoted to Admiral Drake's attack dog. Then, when the colony was hit by the event, she brought us all here. The bloodletting seems to be over now, but everyone's still on edge, unable to use comms, unable to leave. But why haven't you escaped? Well, I've certainly thought about it, but I can't. I'm trying to keep a lid on things here. They've got enough thermonukes in the armory to flatten the whole system, and Ilsa's been setting the table for total war against the UNSC. I'm hopeful I can steer things back from the edge, get her finger off the nukes until Oni can take her out. I, I should send a sit rep to Noah before we go in. Hold that thought, Maya. We've got movement on the perimeter, several guards heading this way. Quickly, brief me. You were abducted by Oni. What happened? I escaped custody and hijacked a prisoner transport. They were questioning me about the colony attacks. I was worried, so after I broke out, I came Jeez. here. That's the best they could do? Lucky prison break? All right, we'll have to make it work. Ilsa's been pulling rebels in from all over, so we say you're just another fighter joining the party. Now lay low in there. It won't take a blown cover to set Ilsa off. She'll kill you if she thinks you're dead weight. And keep the AI quiet unless you want to lose him. I am but a lapel pin. Found another one, boys. What are you doing outside the perimeter, Ari? It's called a perimeter check, Raj. And it worked. The crew was heavily armed and looked severely sleep-deprived. Ilsa seemed to have them on a hair trigger. It was tense, but Ari worked his magic, cracked a few smiles, and I was suddenly being escorted into the encampment as a guest of the NCA. 
There were hundreds of rebels with dozens of affiliations packed inside the dilapidated refinery, drinking and shouting almost maniacally festive. It was a party, but it all felt slightly unhinged. What's the occasion? That's a good question. It's been silent as a grave in here until late last night. Her guys broke out the colonel's old cases of whiskey and told everyone it was a celebration. Everyone's been wound pretty tight. I can see that. All right, why don't you go grab a drink? I'm gonna make the rounds, see what I can find out. As I laid low, I looked around hoping to spot any familiar faces. But I didn't see a sympathetic resistance. These weren't my people. I saw bloodlust. Groups responsible for attacks on civilians. Half the people here were mercenaries. No one seemed to stand for anything except vengeance. From fire to blood. Any banner you want to fly to justify crushing skulls. This was the opposite of everything I had fought for as Pharaoh. I was hoping Ari would hurry up when I heard a familiar voice. Pharaoh! Bostwick? Oh my god! You're alive! Yeah, I knew it. I knew they wouldn't get you. When you got taken, everyone scattered. Everyone thought you were dead, but not me. I knew you wouldn't let Arnie take you. Bostwick had been drinking. A lot. A five-foot-nothing rebel girl who probably weighed a hundred pounds wet stood out in a group like this as is. But a drunk one was bound to attract unwanted attention. Bostwick, what are you doing here? I joined after the scatter. Half of our group was killed. Rumors were spreading like wildfire. And what, what, the NCA offered you protection? I don't know if I'd put it that way. I'd say they needed protection from me. <laughs> Watch what I did. My bad, I'm just playing. When I first found her, she was an angry 17-year-old. Just lost her parents in a UNSC incident on Deacom. They operated a little convenience stand on the outskirts of a military base. Some troopers were drunk tossing around plasma grenades they seized from a Covenant supply ship. One went awry. The troopers just got a slap on the wrist. Bostwick got a form letter apology. She coped by getting aggressive, assembling a small group of fellow Outer Colony kids orphaned by the UNSC. They mostly just engaged in petty theft, but by the time Bostwick and I crossed paths, she was turning her sights to a more violent course. So I took her under my wing. She was dedicated, a fast learner. I'd gotten her to start directing her anger towards positive change, but she still had a lot of growing up to do. What do they have you doing? And perimeter checks mostly, around the north end. They got me protecting some operation on the whole. Bunch of scientists going in and out, taking readings. Readings? Okay, what can you tell me about my BB? I told you to. Huh? I was about to say, don't speak. Who are you talking I'm to? I'm broadcasting directly into your ear canal. Sorry, I thought I saw. Who's that? I transmitted a detailed report back to headquarters. Apparently, command is authorizing a strike using our current what position as coordinates. Really? Opportunity to kill Ilse Zane is too great. Time is of the essence. We must go now. Hurry. What? You okay, Pharaoh? Smooth. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Come on, we gotta get you out of here. Okay, let's do it. Wait, wh where are we going? They weren't giving me much time to get out before the bombs started dropping. I had to find an exit. That's when Ari reappeared from the crowd. Here, take this. Ari handed me a data chip. He looked unnerved. What? L listen. I didn't have time to ask questions, though. We need to leave now. Ari could see the fire in my eyes. He knew it was serious. Stick close and walk small. We made it about halfway to the entrance when the door came rolling down. They're sealing it up. Stop. They were closing all the doors. We were trapped. 
Ari was working out another escape plan when Ilsa Zane stepped into the room, seemingly sucking all the air out of it. The entire facility, packed with rebels, had become suddenly unnervingly quiet. The crowd parted as she crossed the floor. Everyone turned to face her, eyes mostly averted. And then she stopped, 15 feet from where we were standing. Ari carefully slid himself in front of me. Stay down. I could just see over Ari's shoulder. Ilsa was big, scary big. I didn't know what the techs had done to her in the Spartan program. It made her stronger for sure, but they'd, they'd broken something too. There was a glint in her eye. Something unhinged, something inhuman. This is a celebration. And it should be. We've made a lot of changes in a very short amount of time. When I found you, there was no discipline, no uniformity. Just a bunch of misfits with different allegiances and philosophies. That was a problem of leadership. The Colonel had allowed this legendary faction of the NCA to devolve into a form for individual interests. You were scattered and slow, and that's a death sentence. I relieved him of his command because bands of misfits don't win wars. Big machines do. Big machines made of lots of little pieces moving with the same purpose. That's what we needed to build here. And it's not easy. Every piece has to have a place, and when a piece doesn't fit, you have to get creative. You cut part of it off, smash it into place so it never pops out again. You do what you have to, and you trim the fat. I'm pleased to say that each and every one of you still with us has found your place. And we have built one hell of a machine. And it's almost time to turn it on. That hole outside represents our entry point into this war. That's why I brought you here to Conrad's Point. The landscape is changing. The UNSC is on their heels because of that hole. And we are going to capitalize on that weakness. We just needed the right moment. Which brings me to my announcement. She walked around with incredible control of the room. You felt like she could suck the life out of anyone at any time. How many of you have lost friends, loved ones, at the hands of Spartans? Well, today, we get to put a very big one in the other column. Baby, what is she talking about? I'm checking the feeds. Hold on. Oh, my. What? This can't be. In the wake of the seismic events that struck here and four other colonies, I have verified with numerous it's sources that our moment has arrived. The Master Chief. The Master Chief? Is dead. Is dead. The mood shifted. There was some scattered cheering, but is it true? I don't think anyone knew what to do. I don't know. What to think. It's not good, though. The Master Chief was the greatest hero we had ever known. He had saved humanity from the brink of extinction, defeated the Covenant, and almost single-handedly brought an end to the war. What could possibly have the power to kill the Master Chief? Yes, 
The poster boy for the UNSC and the Spartan program was killed in action. That's why we're celebrating. That's why this is a party. Ari, we need to make a move. This now. is the beginning of a new While the crowd was stirring, Ari bit the bullet and started moving towards a side entrance as we followed. We didn't make it far, though. And that requires expanding our ranks. That's why I'm glad to see we have even more new faces here. Stop. She knows you're here. Even today, I hear we got a new shipment of fresh meat. I don't know you, soldier. She was calling me out. My name is Pharaoh. I know that name. You've been making a lot of noise recently, haven't you? A little too much, perhaps. You talk about transitioning us out of military conflict, is that right? Build up economic power? I think it's a viable option if Look we... around. There's a reason these people are following me. There's a reason they scream from fire to blood. You are naive. Your dreams for tomorrow make us look weak. So what exactly can you offer our movement? Words and speeches? Negotiation? We are done with those. Ilsa, she's got a strong logistical background. Maybe she could help us there. Ilsa didn't speak for a moment. Her eyes were locked on me. But then she relaxed and the tension finally broke. I think you're right, Ari. We need some creative thinking on maintaining supply chains here. Pharaoh could be very useful in that capacity. That's what I'm talking about. Making pieces fit. As a leader, you have to know which pieces can be repurposed and which ones are just trash. No, 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 no! It happened just like that. Ilsa didn't even look. She just raised her arm and fired. A single shot at point-blank range, and he crumpled to the floor. Ilsa Zane had just blown Ari's brains out. Now I'm hoping this is news to all of you here, but our good friend Ari, as it turns out, was a mole. He was working for Oni. She just killed him like he was nothing. I knew he was gone, but I wanted to go to his side and try to help somehow. But I couldn't move. I, I couldn't think. Ilsa kept speaking. He was a treacherous little traitor, and that's not a piece you can make fit. Everything was spinning. I was trying to figure out my next move. I spotted Bostwick lurking at the ready in my peripheral when Ilsa pointed her gun right at me. Now where were we? That's right. Arya just vouched for you, which means you're probably another Oni stooge. I could question you, ask what's in your head, or we could just look. Before I could stop her, uh, Bostwood jumped to my defense, stepping in front of the gun and raising a knife to Ilsa Zane's throat. She's not Oni! Pharaoh's a real leader, and you should show some respect when addressing her. I vouch for her! Little girl, next time you pull a knife on someone, don't hesitate. Ilsa moved with incredible speed and power, knocking Boswick halfway across the room. Stop! Ilsa, listen. There's an airstrike on its way. Airstrike. We all have to go now, or everyone will die. How do you... Everything froze. I could see the rage building in Ilsa as she cracked a smile, seemingly enjoying it all. I saw Bostwick look up at me out the corner of my eye. I knew I had just broken her heart. Incoming in three, two... You only bitch. I don't really know what happened next. The impact of the bomb took me off my feet. All I can remember is 
grabbing Bostwick, blood pouring out of her shoulder and running, cutting through the crowd, everyone going every which way. The confusion had given me a head start on Ilsa, but as I broke outside, I, I could hear her screaming behind us. She was coming after me. Black box! I need a way out. The hangar just ahead. They would have brought vehicles for the officers. I got Bostwick into the hangar. She was pale and had lost a lot of blood. I tossed her on the back of an old mongoose, fired it up, and sped off. Ilsa must have had the same idea. Maya, if you could go a bit faster, someone is firing at I us. know! I sped back across the crater, over the rocks, and up to the jagged ravine where I'd landed the prison transport. Baby, open the bay door. Yeah, open it now. I rode the mongoose up the ramp and into the ship as Ilsa and her crew came in hot, pelting the transport with a shower of artillery. Open the door, baby. On it. The ship is prepped. We're ready to go. Then go open. As we lifted off, Ilsa was still firing at us from below. I settled Bosswick into one of the bunks and slumped down against the railing as we broke through the atmosphere. I could feel the reality of what just happened filling my body with every breath. Forget that my cover was blown, or that Bostwick would never forgive or trust me again. At least she was alive. But Ari? Ari was dead. Mother. But I had to keep going. I took a deep breath and buried Ari in my mind. I set to finding any medical supplies I could to extract the shrapnel from her shoulder. The ship was mostly empty, just a vessel to keep my cover intact. But I was able to cobble together enough supplies to tend to her wounds. Who are you? Save your strength. You're gonna need it. As Bostwick passed out, I made my way to the front of the ship. I finally had a moment to catch my breath. I couldn't help myself as my thoughts drifted back to Ari. Then I remembered the data chip. I pulled it out of my pocket and popped it into the console. A flood of information about the seismic events. Readings, charts, data, predictions. The NCA must have had teams working around the clock, gathering anything out of the ordinary. They were looking for a signature, something unique Ilsa could use to predict where the next disasters would hit. The answers were all in front of me, but I didn't know how to read them. Thankfully, I knew someone who could. Maya, we need to get your friend professional medical treatment as soon as possible. We should set course for the nearest Oni facility. No, I've got a place. Setting course now. <laughs> <laughs>